As far as the first week of finals goes, that is, gentlemen, as good as you're going to get. We called it at the start of before this time last week. We said, is this as close as a week one of finals series that you're ever going to get? And it delivered in spades. And this is why you don't bag Aussie rules football. It's the best game in the world by country mile. And when you get the best teams playing each other at the pointy end, Nate, how... That was a great weekend of footy. I enjoyed every game. It was. And on this program, we both said we give the Pies a massive chance yep. against the Eagles, how silent they were going over there. And hats off to Nathan Buckley. The game plan that he went there with, he changed the way they played. They moved the ball quickly. And I'll give him a huge chance to beat the Cats as well. And your man, uh, Big Mason. Oh, Big Mason. Dominated early. He did dominate early, three goals, and people love to hate Mason Cox at the moment, but I love the swagger that he brings. Oh. I mean, he's not going to have that sort of swagger over in his native uh, uh, NBA or Texas or other, but over here he's got that swagger. You hate it, don't you? You hate I the do swagger hate it. that Mason Cox comes because he I, I, I appreciate it. He's not good enough to have swagger. You need to earn. Mate, can he's I just, just – just, given West Coast Eagles an absolute ragdolling in the first quarter. Collingwood don't win if Mason Cox doesn't do that. No, I understand it's taken that. him two years to do it again. He did it on Alex Rance two years yep. ago and Dylan Grimes, and two years is a long time between drinks, but he's done it and on the And that's exactly stage. why. How about some but humility? Why not think, oh, hang on, I've been absolute batshit out no, no, for two years. You've got to give him credit, mate. He's come, yeah, here from, he's come here from America, never played the game. At the age of 20, and by what is he now, mate? probably 25, 26. By the time he gets to 25, 26, he's ripping apart a final early. That's a good effort. It is a good effort, but I, I just would like to see some humility. A big thanks to Taylor Maid. <laughs> Again, it seems like we're singing from the same songbook every week, but we will be in there to get fitted, and Taylor Maid very happy that we are going around in the summer edition. But are you good at golf? He is good. I'm not bad. Have you played with him? I've seen his swing and I've seen yours and he's a lot better than you. I've seen his swing. He has seen my swing. So you can tell from somebody's swing that they're a good Absolutely you can. I'm a good judge. But golfers like Richo and I, you can tell. I'm a good judge of talent, mate. No worries. Thank you. No, before COVID, I was off 14. I will say because coordination is not something that comes naturally to me. So I need to work very hard for anything. You've got to practice every day. I need to practice, which I haven't been able to do. I haven't been able to get to the range. So, But uh, it is the greatest game on earth. Now, the Bombers, boys, they're in some real strife because Danaher is going to Brisbane, which is there any surprise that he's nominated Brisbane? He's just left Victoria. He's had a beautiful two, three months up in Brisbane. Why wouldn't you nominate the Lions? Yeah, look, I don't think it's a surprise, this. I mean, Essendon supporters are really upset, but Joe wanted to leave last year. He's only played three games this year. He's been injured all year. He's obviously not happy. He obviously wants to get out of Victoria. He, I don't think he likes the environment here in Melbourne, so it's not a surprise. So that's not a surprise. There's word that Fantasia might leave. That's not a surprise. Kyle Hooker. And, and, and Sard's the Sard's, lot. Sard's the one. He, a he's one. a good player. But good you know player. what? If players don't want to be there, Essendon need to make the most of this now. They've got a good opportunity to get some good compensation and good draft picks in, and they can get players that actually want to play for the club. So I think you've got to look at the positive side of it if you're an Essendon supporter. Massive opportunity for the Bombers. It is. Big they, opportunity. They knew this was coming. They knew they'd love to keep Joe Danaher, but he has been injury prone. He's a very good player and he might go up to Brisbane and play great footy. Probably and, and we will. hope he does because yeah. he's a great player, great player to watch. But now they've got an opportunity to get a lot of draft picks. Now, the only thing this year with the draft is the under-18s haven't yeah. played. They have not played all year. Um, so you don't know They could on-trade the picks, though. They can. They can. But then do you go on and you, do you try and get senior players in or do you try and start from the bottom? Do you try and start with the draft? Because it is a compromised draft this year um, and there's a lot of instances of players who in their 
17th year, didn't play great footy in under-18s, but then in their 18th year did. So there's a lot of bargains out there if what the, the recruiters are good enough to pick those ones that they think we're going to take that quantum leap the next year because some guys went from like a, a pick 60 potential to a pick 10 with that extra year. Why don't you package up the picks that you get for these guys, Saad and Danaher, and go out and try and get Jeremy Cameron because they need a forward. They, they've got to do something like that. Another one, uh, well, Paddy Ryder, of course, a, a, a former bomber, very unlucky. Did his hammy last week. It was hamstring, wasn't it? Yeah, how, how stiff? How stiff is Paddy Ryder? What a game he played as well. It was just one of the great Ruckman's game. He kicked goals. He's hit outs. He's marking around the ground. And it was his first finals win, Paddy Ryder, and he had a big part to play in it. And then to see him on the bench upset after the game, oh, you felt, had to feel for him. There's been some players over the years that have missed out on playing in finals when they've had good careers. And, yeah, I felt really flat for him. Paddy Ryder's best game I've ever seen yep. play. Was it really? Uh, I thought at least 12 months ago he was teetering on the end of his career. But He's I had some good he games, mate. Absolutely no? butchered. Um, Tim English in the ruck. He's just a, a player who just gave them armchair service. He went forward, he took marks, he kicked goals, and it was a shame. So the two the two big big wins they've had this year, I reckon, was that win in Port Adelaide. Yep, yep. And obviously, you win a final. So they're their two big wins, and he was their best player in both of them. He's a huge loss, isn't he? Been a lot of players through history who have had some hard luck stories, uh, and Paddy Ryder is one of them. Probably he's lucky it's not a grand final. It is a final. But uh, remember Jason McCartney. As good as Jason McCartney was, he had his comeback game against you guys at the Tigers and uh, had a hand in kicking the winner. But it wasn't long before that that in the prelim final uh, back in the late 90s that he whacked Brendan Laid 90 seconds to go. Brendan Laid went back, took a mark, and it was just a bit of a a, a A roundhouse and just clipped him and he got a week and he missed out on the premiership the next year. You know the one I always think about that's unlucky? The Adelaide Crows win back-to-back premierships in 97, 98. Now, the man that was their greatest ever goal kicker, probably their most spectacular ever player, probably their most popular player if you look at the fan base. Godra. Was the great Tony Modra. How exciting was he? He played, you know, from probably 90, I reckon Mod started about 91, 92. He played that five or six years, kicked over 500 goals. They get to those final series, 97, 98, and he didn't play in either of those premierships. Did his knee in 97. He did in the uh, in the pre- You were playing that game. And got dropped for the next one. Mark yeah. Rusciuto missed 97 as well. Yeah, he did. But you feel, you had to feel for Modra. You yeah. know, their leading goal scorer in their history, Texas overtaken him now. To miss out on those flags, I had to feel for him. Jason Cloak was one that uh, in the prelim against Adelaide, I can't remember who it might. It might have been Tyson Stingline. He whacked him. Just a classic just marking, come from behind. I'm waiting in the, in, the, in the nose. Missed the grand final. The next week, Collingwood, the next year, Collingwood went through and Collingwood were woeful, absolutely woeful. And Mick Malthouse came out because Jason Cloak did play yeah. the second one and yeah. said he was better for us last year. He didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> there was one last That's year. Brutal, isn't it? Yeah. There was one last year, actually, if you're a Richmond supporter. Jack Graham, who did his shoulder in that game, came back on after half time with it taped up, knowing that he wasn't going to play the next yeah. week if Richmond won and actually did a really good role in the second half, helped them get into the granny and then didn't play, but he's already got one, so he won't be that Yeah, sure. if you've got – I think I feel yeah. if you've got one, it yeah. is – like it's yeah. – it, it's nowhere near as bad. We've spoken about a bit of Mason Cox last week and uh, Liam Ryan 
showed the ball. What, what did you think about that when he showed the ball? I, I, I loved you it. You know me, I like that sort of stuff. I, I loved thought it. it was great. Look, I love personalities in the game, Nate. And let's be honest, there's not as many personalities in the game anymore. We've really, we've really taken that out of the game, haven't we? Sanitised it because we, you know, we give it to anyone who has a bit of personality. I loved Liam Ryan showing the ball to Maynard, and it reminded me of you, Nate. He did the exact same thing one day. Tell, uh, uh-huh. tell Hum. I rode one off the pack, right? I ran into an open goal against North Melbourne. This is Park. Was it? Uh, this is it. I've, I've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Telstra Dome, right? And so we are 26 points up just before half time. And I've ran into an open goal square and I've kicked the barrel up to the top and uh, I've given the crowd, it was when I gave the crowd. Oh, the bird. But I've held the ball out as well. And then David King's bustled over with his little duck ass and he starts chested me going, that's going to come back to haunt you, young fella. And I looked at Kingy and he was pushing me and I said, not today, mate. I said, I've just put us 20, 32 points up. I'm on fire. Go Off you go. And so then the siren. It was like 30 seconds for half time. But you were Little five goals up. Yeah. 32 points yeah. up. Dennis Pagan then got them into the room at half time and showed them the vision because not a lot of players oh. had seen what I did. Like it's a very quick action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and uh, called me. All the names under the world. They came out after half time they and tore us a new one, yeah. and we lost. I remember. Lost. I remember actually watching that game, and I loved watching Nate play. I didn't know him at the time. Obviously, he was still at the Bulldogs, but I remember watching that, and I. You know, I love a bit of personality, but even sitting at home that day, oh, I remember thinking to myself, I just, oh, that's going to Big Josh hurt. Bruce showed the jumper last he week did. when he kicked the first goal. Now, that's a man that should be showing a bit of humility because he's been average this year. <laughs> he doesn't negative, miss, doesn't he? No, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not always negative. No, I'm saying Josh think, Bruce hasn't had the best year. I don't think, especially against your old club as well, that, you, that, you know, it's... I can't ever have a crack at someone for showing personality on the ground. But no, you if, certainly can. But if you do it, you do need to back it up and play well. Hey, Razor Ray, who uh, you know, the much he divides the footy community. Some love him, some like the personality he brings to the game. Others don't. Yeah. One thing that you certainly can't say he cannot he can't bounce the ball. Yeah, no, he struggles. Can't at yeah. all. He struggled. He continued with it on the, uh, so what, the long match. Why don't they just have out of the three umpires? There's probably one of them that's the best bouncer, why doesn't he just take all of the centre bounces? Yeah, correct. Yeah, I don't get it. And you know the other thing I don't like on this, people saying just get rid of the bounce. Why? It's yeah. been part of the game since it started. Mm. Why do we have to get rid of all the traditions yeah. in the game? And people say, oh, it's not fair if it bounces a couple of metres one way. Guess what? The game's not meant that's to be correct. fair. That's the oval ball. That's it's why we have, that's the very reason we have the oval it's ball not, is because you can't predict the bounce. The There's only reason better moments than the first the bounce. bounce of an AFL green. Yeah. yeah. And if they get it wrong, just play on. Don't recall yeah, it. Yeah, agreed. It's not meant to be fair. I don't get that. It's it's a game where the ball can bounce any direction. Just ask Stevie Mill. The ball can yeah. bounce anywhere. Did you notice that Ray was bouncing at left of the actual circle? He reckoned he'd uh, found a, a harder bit of turf there. You, you can't be doing that. No, I remember no, when they used to have the plate in there. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, Sean Wren. Wren slipped on it so they don't have that anymore. But obviously it was a lot easier to bounce on that flat plate. It's all driven by the coaches because they want it to go straight up because they want their structures around the ball. Who cares? If it yeah. goes one way, play on. You know, you get some, you win some, you well, lose some. Well, that's right. That's how I think. It's baffling. For people yeah. to be calling in a, in a game when we're already losing so many traditions to lose exactly. another one. Please. I'm glad you're a tradition. We haven't featured the Nuffy Jar for a while, Hum, and oh. there's no better man to enter the Nuffy Jar than you because you are a tad I've had a few big wins. Nuffy, like, here is He likes Nuffy to jar. get into other people for their tweets, Hum, but gee. But 
you, you, you're very aggressive and you're one of these people that I worry about what you're going to do behind closed doors or down the track because oh, every time the Department of Health tweet, you respond to it. Now, it's very <laughs> aggressive do. stuff. You've written, oh, dear, we're either getting a single-digit count or we're completely and you're swearing, which you shouldn't be because you're a public figure of sports bit at the moment, and then your next tweet goes, how the F are we allowed to swim and go to a library but not allowed to play golf? What do you even do in a library? This is all responding to yeah. the Department of Health. And then he goes, I live by the and this numbers. is just, just, just this subs up, hum up to one of their tweets. Capitals, does it uh, like it's yeah. very loud. Yeah. We are F'd. <laughs> What's wrong well, with you, man? Because okay, for those living in Melbourne, we live by the numbers. We're yeah. trying to get to this this the rolling this day average, live yeah. average, which is just getting so far, far away. So this is what I do: I get up in the morning, and I sit by Twitter, waiting for these numbers to come by because it is the most important. You're just number torturing yourself, mate. I know I am. And when you see numbers go up and go the opposite direction. Yeah, sometimes you know what it's all about. Sometimes the emotions get the better of you. There's, there's, I know what it's all about. It's just all about his golf. He just wants to get out and wants play, to play golf. golf. And the that's all it is. and the pub. And the golf. I'm with you the with pub. the pub. I don't think that's the way to go about it. I don't think swearing and abusing the people. At no, the I'm not abusing. No, I'm not abusing. That's, that's abuse. I'm not abusing the, the, the whoever's running the, the Twitter page with the department. He's just expressing just, his frustration. Yeah, and but I've also I've had a few big wins on Twitter. I've had a couple go viral. I had four hundred. four hundred. I had four hundred likes the other day. Four hundred yeah. likes. That's a lot. Oh, get stuffed. That's hey, Richo, what's doing your head in this week? Four hundred. Yeah. And it's doing my f***ing head in. <clears throat> now this bloke is doing a lot of people's heads in. Let's be honest. And he, he's had a very, very ordinary week. The Don, the Donald. Oh, Trumpy. We're going international. Look, Trump award. And I don't wish anyone to get ill. So. I... I'm sorry that he got coronavirus. We don't want it's anyone. Just the flu, Matthew. Yeah, no, it's not just the flu, Nathan. That's the, oh no, don't that's say. a ridiculous thing to say. That is ridiculous. It's not just no. the flu. It's the flu. And Donald got it, as we know. Now, it's not the flu, Nathan. I Randy, for someone that's just lectured me about making sure I yeah. sort of keep my tweets, <laughs> respect. Oh my god! All right, now it's more. It's than not the flu. We know that. It's a, being facetious. It is. So Donald's obviously got. It's a bad flu. Got oh. the uh, COVID, and he's gone like into him. probably the best medical facility in Washington, yep. which, and he's getting the best treatment possible. So Donald goes in there and has his drugs, and I could not believe my eyes when I saw him driving around in the big uh, armoured <laughs> oh. four-wheel drive with the secret, poor Secret Service guys driving it and sitting in there with him. Why did he do that? This guy has been diagnosed with coronavirus Two days after he's diagnosed, he's made the guys drive him a little, rapper, a little lap around yeah. the hospital so the people outside could see that he was okay. People have got to see him, Matt. People in, have got to a, see him. In a car that literally seals the virus Yes, in. keeps the virus so in. So now there. those two guys have to so quarantine. So the Secret Service they? guys that now have to quarantine and that they, hopefully they haven't got coronavirus. So Imagine having to do that for two. So that did my head in. Do you I reckon he gives them a bonus it. for that? It would be a nice well, they should. Couple they of hundred thousand. Well, they've just risked their lives for yeah. it. So he then Donald says, "Just drive me around the block a couple of times." Would you do it? Of... All right. Give you how much would you do it for? Well, if Donald, if Donald said a hundred grand, two hundred grand, yeah, of course I would. You'd risk 50? it. Fourteen days. Okay, what at fifty grand? Yes. This is a hypothetical, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Now is let little... me finish, and then so then you'd do it for five hundred bucks. <laughs> I'd do it for ten grand. You finished, you guys? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, my okay, second. Well, impromptu okay. hypothetical. <laughs> 
So then he gets back to the White House. So he then releases on his Twitter one of the great propaganda pieces I've ever seen, the slow-motion vision of the chopper coming in and landing on the lawn at the White House. Then he gets out and slowly walks across the lawn and waving to a few of the media there waiting. I thought that was going to be it. Go inside, get up to your room and isolate Donald. You've got coronavirus. No. He walks up onto the balcony overlooking, you know, Washington, you know, up up on a high pedestal and he's looking down. He then takes his mask off and stands there, right? I thought it was Sasha Baron Cohen in The Dictator (laughs) standing up there. Seriously, that's what it was like. It was like The Dictator standing up there taking his mask off. This guy is an absolute peanut, let's be honest. (laughs) If he gets voted in again, America is going to – there's going to be civil war. Well, some good news. Once we – of course, we did the right thing. We took our markets down, Brownie, for the election when old Trumpy was getting treated. But after he's come out, Biden has come into $1.40 to win Yeah, no, he can't get in. And he's smashed him in the poll. So hopefully – uh, I mean, we're not to talk politics on this. No, no, show, we don't. But, uh, we might There's no politics there. He just he just a, can't just possibly <laughs> be voted back in. Now, Brandy, I, it's, I'm led to believe that you are a bit angry this week. I am. I'm not angry because these sort of things don't concern me um, like they do other people. But I was at the bakery and it was only yesterday oh, and I'm standing there getting? at the bakery. Yeah, I'll get some bread. What else? Sausage finger, did you get a finger bun? Some bread. Yeah, but you know when you go to the bakery, the Dale sends you to go get bread and you always, you always get a, get a little, little driving snack. Yeah, the kids always like to get those little lollipops that are made into the Frito frogs. But anyway. What, I what bakery are you going to? Uh, it's just a bakery at Webstown. Anyway, so I'm standing there and this bloke, he stopped. You work in the camera a bit, did I? Yeah. yeah. And it, it's, it's craft, Matthew. <laughs> Been doing TV for We're a while. We're not on KO. Rit podcast. We're not allowed on KO. We don't, we need, are, to, we are don't need to barrel Matthew. the camera. We are filmed. <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Big idiot is this bloke who, uh, who oh, here stopped, oh, here here looked at me. We're going to get a lip. And I thought, you know, this bloke's going to go, oh, g'day, Brownie, how are you, mate? I oh. love to get the Tigers. But no, no, this guy stopped and he goes, you ought to be ashamed of yourself for your gambling stuff. Oh, <laughs> he's whacked you. stopped in the street. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought, how has he recognised me? Because I've got a hat on and I had the, um, the, the mask on as well. But I, then I realised that we'd been sent some sports bet masks and I actually had a sports bet mask on. You're and, a walking well, billboard. Yeah, yeah, a walking well, billboard for sports bet, the brand ambassador with yeah, the mask are. on. <laughs> and I... I sort of had a bit of a chuckle to myself and I said, mate, just to pick up your spirits, I said, Russian Camelot will win this weekend. <laughs> no doubt. Caulfield Stakes, have some on him. And then he just walked away like uh, abusing me. So yeah, good on you. So you gave him a tip. <laughs> I gave him a tip. Yeah, you've rolled with that a couple of times when some people have gotten into you. Yes. I've noticed that. It's the only way to do it, Hummer. You laugh at him. Uh, um, the lifestyle section is back. Now, I wanted to bring the attention to a, a little community that I belong to. And it is a community that I'm very proud to say I belong to because in isolation, we haven't down here in Melbourne, you know, there's a, you spend a lot of time at home. You're only yeah. allowed out for two hours a day, whatever it is. You've got to come up with things to do. So I found this group. Now, I've, I've actually had it for a, l- a little while. I'm big into my barbecuing, my smoking yeah. and everything yeah. like that. Yeah. I've got a little mini spit, the mini lumberjack spit, which you get for $85 from Bunnings. Now, 85 bucks, so, you know, it's four pots. Click and collect now. You go and pick up this little, it's this great little spit, 
and you can just make whatever you want on it. You yeah. can do souvlaki's on it. You can do lamb. You can do pork, whole chickens. So you cook them with the charcoal. You cook with the charcoal. Yeah. But some legend, because they've created this little community on Facebook. Now, if, if you're listening at home, log on to Facebook. Go to the Mini Lumberjack. I think it's called the $85 Mini Lumberjack Spit Community and log in. There's 15,000 people on there. We're swapping. 15, oh, really? We're, we're, we're swapping recipes. We're swapping techniques, equipment. It is just magnificent. Have you been to Texas then? Have you love your barbecue. Sounds yeah. like a Trump supporter yeah. promotion. Well, I'm not a Trump supporter, but I, I would love to. I, I, Have I've you said been to, to the Texas? Dar, I've been watching this new show on Netflix. You've got to get over there. Chef Table Barbecue Edition, and I want to go to Texas and do like a barbecue. Yeah. Um, it's the my best. problem is my arteries. They're not firing at the moment on full, <laughs> on full cylinder. I don't reckon a tour around Texas 15, would help. 15,000 wow. and growing. And it, it's just magnificent. And I feel belong. So each now, every Saturday and Sunday, I get the best part is you, you start it, you've got four hours and you just drink cans. Yeah. Just watching your meat cook. What's your can of choice at the moment? Uh, I'm VB Stubbs. That's just. It's funny. You, you'll like this, Brown. I've got a mate who's like you. He loves his barbecuing. Yep. He's got the big smoker out the back. A mate of mine, Chris Jeremiah, he's got the uh, big smoker and it's a really big one. You know, he's, he's Italian. He loves to cook up the big feast for his family and friends. So the first night that he gets the smoker going, he's had the charcoal in there for hours, you know, yep. getting it all ready. He's got the fake turf out the back. He's opened up the uh, smoker and dropped all of the charcoal out all over his fake turf oh. and melted all the <laughs> <laughs> The first day he was using it, geez, that made me laugh. Um, I've got something for you then. Oh. Yeah, if you like, surely if you like your smoking and your rich, you know, your food. Yep. I've got one for you. Oh. I've discovered another one near home. Now, we've all been getting heaps of takeaway through this COVID yep. period and I mentioned the uh, Croxton Roosters a few weeks ago. Just up the road from Croxton Roosters in Thornbury, is a new business. It's only takeaway and it's 1-800-LASAGNA, right? It 1 is the best lasagna. lasagna you will ever get. Wait, and they me. only do lasagna? That's all they do. See, all I, they I do, do like that. Lasagna. I like the I business model lasagna. that yeah. people just focus on one no. thing and do it really well. But my thing is I don't like – lasagna is not for me. What? Who doesn't like lasagna? I just – How can you not like lasagna? I just like okay, – I'd eat it, right? But if it's not going to feature in my top five pastas. What are your top five then? Spag bowl goes at number one. He's adventurous, isn't he? Um, ah, well, you're a meat and potatoes. Well, man. what's wrong? Spag bowl. Well, has think... got a fair amount of lasagna in it. How can you not no, like what lasagna? What do you mean? It's got lasagna. It's still in. a meat sauce, still. Yeah, I like the meat sauce, but there's too much pasta in lasagna. There's too much of the that white crap. Well, What's <laughs> the white stuff? Bechamel. Bechamel. Well, well, yeah, I don't like you can that. Make that with leeks and not make it so bechamel. Yeah, Mate, I'm telling yeah. you, give this a go. One eight hundred lasagna. Bechamel. So do they so deliver all over Melbourne? They deliver all over Melbourne and they choose different areas to deliver on different nights. They're that busy. So you need to order about a week out. one 800 It lasagna. is outstanding. Can I bring up a couple of things? Mm. Why do you say lasagna like that? That's just how I say it. Is it? 1-800-lasagna. <laughs> say it again. Lasagna? He says Mercedes funny too. Mercedes? <laughs> Am I not saying lasagna right? No, like you, like you, how do you, you say it? You're saying lasagna. Like, lasagna. Lasagna. Like <laughs> it's like a Z. Lasagna. I'm going to drive my Mercedes okay, up there and get lasagna, my lasagna. Is lasagna in your top two pastas? Yes, I would say so. I like Matriciana, number one. I love Which spice. Is that, with the ba- that is good. Calabrese or Matriciana, something with spice. Lasagna too. Uh, I like bolognese. Then a carbonara, like a carbonara. Is that the creamy, creamy one? Carbonara. Bacon and yeah. cream, yeah. Yeah, you know what you get in the bin? Fettuccine di Martina. The seafood yeah. one. Seafood passes are no good for me. Why? 
I just don't like them. I don't think they're any Mate, good. Mate, can you just try one late? All right, 1 800 Lasagna. Say it properly. Trumpet Award next. Well, there was no change to the leaderboard last week because we had to go left field with our nominations because, of course, there was no footy. But we had a cracking round of footy and things are spicing up up the top for the best. Locking Neal on 15, Tom Hawkins on 10, Travis Boak 9, Sam Minigola 9, Toby Green 9, who can't feature anymore. Can, can Tom Hawkins win the Brownlow? Just sorry, off topic Ooh. here. Uh, no, he can't. No. Right. What about in the market without Neil? Um, no, I, I had a look at Tom Hawkins five or I six. wanted to put him in my top five. Yeah. I thought that he would have voted really well. You might like to look at him for most votes at Geelong. That could be an option. Oh, yeah. which, of course, is just open on Sportsbet. And for any punter out there, your best fun that you can have on Brownlow night is just making massive, massive multis by picking a few left fields that lead mm. their club and just get chuck 10 bucks. Well, I think yep. he's actually eight bucks to win his Geelong's most right. votes. Dangerfield's $1.90. Yeah. Menegola, two seventy five. It's not bad. Not bad. All right. Um, all right. Let's take the best. Okay. The best. Uh, uh, big Cox. Big Mason Cox. Three goals in that first quarter, Matthew. Um, he owned West Coast and he did it really well. I gave two votes to Charlie Cameron. Now, I've been a bit critical of Charlie Cameron's year. I don't think he's had as good a year as what people think. But last year, uh, he got cleaned up by Dylan Grimes in the final. And I was in, listening to him after the game. And he said, I realised what I did wrong last year. I tried you to beat him on it. the lead. I came up at the football. He goes, I needed to use my uh, attributes. And he goes, I wanted to get up and then burn him back. All three of Charlie Cameron's goals mm. were up and then coming back towards goal. So to figure that out and then to do it on a really good player like Dylan Grimes was you brilliant. Only kick, you only kicked one on Grimes, so. Okay, Matthew. Well, I need to be a wet Just blanket do your about homework. it. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of rolling over, Matthew. But, uh, he, he seemed to think that he kicked three goals on Dylan Grimes, so that's coming from Charlie Cameron right. himself. Okay. Who would probably know more than you because he was out there. I watched the game. Okay. No problems. Okay. And three votes to Paddy Ryder. Unbelievable game, and uh, he's going to be missed. Yes, yeah, he's good, Paddy. I gave one to Daniel Rich. He's he's had a really good year, Daniel. What? How did Richmond let him get that handball receive? Oh, like, for, I his, don't know. You seem to know everything. Why don't you tell us? Oh, well, it was lazy. It was lazy. I gave one to Daniel Rich. He was really good. I love Brody Mycheck. Jeez, he works hard. Yep. doesn't he? He's playing on Jeremy McGovern, which is a tough job. He's almost trying to have to get him out of the play. And it was a tough battle for three quarters. Then he, he just exploded, kicked a couple in the last, drew some free kicks. I really like his game. And three to Ollie Wines. After quarter time, his performance in the midfield against Geelong, just an absolute bull. Really got Port Adelaide going. I thought he was outstanding. Like there wasn't in their best team at the start of the year. I think that's because he wanted to leave at the end of last year. Yeah. And I think there was a bit of unrest there. He's a good player though, isn't he? Jeez, hard. He is. I'm going to give one vote to the Bombers. I thought they've had a pretty bad week, the Bombers. As we've said, they can get some good positives out of it. But yeah. losing players that you don't want to lose, uh, it's never a good week. Um, I gave two votes to Marlon Pickett. Um, he was very good last year in the grand final. I think this year he hasn't been as good. He doesn't use the ball that well. And I thought to give away the second 50-metre penalty last week, Brisbane were probably going to win the game anyway, but at that point it was a very close game and they've given away a 50, it was undisciplined, and then for him to do that in the middle of the ground when sometimes he could go harder at the ball himself, I thought was pretty ordinary. And I gave three votes to Gary Rowan. He's had a good year, Gary Rowan, out of the forward pocket. Uh, immense pressure he puts on, but I thought when the finals got cracking, I thought Gary Rowan was left behind. Mm. Yes, Nathan, I gave one... Uh 
to Josh Bruce this week. He's gone mad. It's a tough role playing key forward, but I just I just thought, and I'm I'm talking more about just one incident at the end of the game when he when he gave a free kick away. Now that that happens, you know, you're going in hard to try and tackle, but just didn't understand the situation of the game. Had to get straight up, but he sort of laid on top of his St Kilda opponent, and it actually wasted time. That how long? Uh, I think it was about 18 seconds if you if you had a look at it. And it was they were pushing hard. And to you needed dogs, weren't and they? They needed that 18. Matthew. Yeah, they needed that 18. You watched seconds. the game, yeah. I did watch the game, Nate. I do. Um, oh, him. You should have watched a bit more of the Brisbane Richmond one the other night. But oh. <laughs> two to two to Marby or Chow. He had the role of trying to negate Harris Andrews, and Harris oh. Andrews just was all over Jack Rewalt two on one all night. Just needed to play that role a little bit better. Big uh, two. Harris doesn't job. ever seem to get out of second gear, does he? He just looks like he's cruising, doesn't he? I'd love to see his GPS. I don't think he does much, but, but you know just, that's a, that he is just gets his hand in at the end. It's that's brilliant. a smart player. Yeah. He doesn't waste energy. He gets to the right spots. And I gave three to, to Gary as well. They really need him to have a good final this week. All right, let's have a look at the games that we do have coming. The Tigers versus Saints. Now, I haven't got the odds up just yet. I will very shortly. But I would imagine that there is not a snowball's chance in hell that any punter thinks that they can win. But there are always a chance, Hummer. Dollar uh, twenty-eight for Richmond. Ninety-eight percent of the cash brownie on on Richmond. Okay, so they lost Paddy Ryder, who's a very good player, but. Jake Carlisle played well last week, but has been out of the side. He's been mm. dropped this year. Um, Richmond. Ben Long's a big out. He is. He's, yeah. a, he's a hard nut, he's Ben played Long. A, he's and his had running a good carry year. is very yeah. good. So, and Tom Lynch coming back in. Six of the last eight games he's played, he's kicked two goals or more. So I think Richmond win. We opened the Saints up at three and they've drifted. So they're three times more money on the Tigers in this one so I, far. So I can't see the Saints winning, although you never say never, but I think Richmond should win. I think it's going to be closer than what the – you're saying with the odds there and what the, the punters are saying, but I think Richmond will win. I think uh, I think last week they they played pretty ordinary football, and you know they could have still won that game if that if that uh, goal to Bolton or that point to Bolton had have stood as a goal, mm. which okay. it was really had a really good stat about their defensive. Yeah, well, this sort of summed Richmond up and how they couldn't get things going last week. They only took one mark in their defensive fifty, one intercept mark. That is, jeez, first time since two thousand and fourteen <clears throat> they haven't done that, and that's what sets them up. They're a good intercept team. Floston, Grimes, Bolter, Liam Baker. They normally intercept, but then they rebound really quickly. They're the number on one there. side defensive fifty to yeah. fifty, and you're, what you're saying is they didn't mark. Well, if you're not winning it, go, if you're yeah. not winning it back, you can't go quick. So. Just just took their whole game away from them. So if they get that right, I think Ryder out obviously is a huge loss. Tom Lynch comes back in. I think Richmond, but not by a long way. Couple of magnificent finals between these two sides, Geelong and Collingwood in the past. Geelong a dollar sixty. No one's played more finals 35. than these, huh? Is that right? Yeah. Twenty is it the twenty fifth meeting in finals? Yeah, head to head, most finals ever. Yeah. That's a good stat. Yeah. And just on the Richmond Footy Club, 41 final oh, yeah. series. They've never lost back-to-back finals in the same year. So straight never gone sets. out in straighties. Never gone out in straight sets. I like the Pies. I still think the Pies can win. I still think they're, they're riding them. high. I'm going to tip the Pies. I think they can win this game. Big Mason Cox. We talk about his inconsistency, right? But 22 of the last 26 games, he has kicked a goal. He's $1.70 to kick a goal. A dollar seventy to kick a goal at any time. He's done it twenty-two of the last twenty-six games. Those odds don't add up for me. I think our traders got that wrong. Oh, so oh, I'm gonna gee. throw that into a multi. Yeah, look, I think you're right, Nathan. I think Collingwood can definitely win the game, but I'm going to stay with the Cats. The Pies have got to keep trying to move the ball quickly. If you go slow against Geelong, they're a tall back line, they'll they'll hem you in. So if Collingwood play quickly, they're a chance, but 
there should be a lot of steel about Geelong this week. You know, they've been criticised heavily for going out in straight sets. They were a good team all year. They were perhaps the best team for a lot of the year. So I think they can bounce back. Hawkins won't kick 0-5 again. So I think the Cats in another close one. Here's a multi I'd like to give our listeners, Hunter. Oh, okay. Here's a multi. Yep. So Mason Cox, I notice, is a pretty big price to any time goal scorer. Um, this camera, I'm looking at. Beyond that one. Yep. And Dan well, Butler. Do you think been Dan looking Butler at it all day? So. Any time. So he's done it 13 yep. in the last 15 games. I do. Um, That's he's also a dollar seventy-two to kick a goal at any time. You multi Mason Cox into Dan Butler, both any time goals. They only yep. need to get one kick, which is one goal. That gets you, if you power play it, to about three dollars twenty. All right. Well, why don't we make that our our, yeah, um, you can do that. Yeah. Make that our multi for the week because just, we're about to. Oh, sorry, go just on. before we move on to your hypotheticals, which which is is that my camera there? Oh, is that mine? Richo's want some camera time. Here you going? <laughs> <laughs> Why was that so awkward? I didn't know that we were looking at cameras. That's all. <laughs> oh, there's three of them in here. You I have what? That was I just really... thought that the way this was designed, that it was just a little chat oh, round the table, but you keep talking to that you, camera over there. You won't be able oh, to so camera, your lips are too big. Oh, there we go. Well, took that. You know what? <laughs> for whoever had brownie for over 23 minutes into the show for the first lip joke, you have just saluted. Hey, next up, once, we it? spoke of our same game, our, our multi. $50 is going on that at $3.20 because tomorrow or Friday, if you are listening, yeah, tomorrow is yep. the Hotham, and we are actually going to chat to... One of the presidents of a club that might be $75,000 richer tomorrow. Oh. Richo, that's a big, big day tomorrow because for four years, Sportsmith's been running the Hotham. Now, the Hotham, for those that have been living under a stone for the last four years, is a race that we put on each year to really get around the horses that are struggling now. Yep. So basically, a normal horse race. It gets picked by the best horses that go in. We do it the reverse. So the horses with the worst records in the country that have never won a race get to enter this maiden. I so we know for four years it's great fun, just shining a light on some of you know the trainers and the horses that don't get the, the battlers need a bit of the battlers correct. Well. Um, yep. But this year we've teamed up. We've done something a little bit different where because sporting clubs, local sporting clubs, which are the heart of this podcast, the heart of every community, especially in regional areas, they've been doing it tough. Some have had bushfires and straight into COVID. It has been it has been bloody hard. So what we did, we opened up a competition for sporting clubs to align themselves with a horse. If they get picked, uh, they get selected, then a horse will be running on their behalf. And How many clubs entered? Club. Only a hot- well, we, I think we had 488 wow. clubs. 488, awesome. which came down to 16, uh, 14 clubs, all of which had got one. Now, we've got a man on the line from the Talon Gatta Golf Club, Phil McLean. Phil. Uh, morning. Now, now, first thing I've got to ask. Now, I know regional Victoria. I'm a good country boy myself. Where the hell is Talon Gatta? It's Talon Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that, that's all good. It's... <laughs> It's about 40 kilometres southeast of Aubrey Wodonga on the Hume Weir. Oh, okay. So you've got the, you've got the Murray Beautiful part way. of the world. It is. And a, yeah. a lot of beautiful golf club, uh, clubs up that way as well. There are. They're, the really good ones are probably further down the river, but um, we've got a sand scrape course at Talangata, and it's, um, it's a great little course right on the edge of the weir. So, Phil, tell us about how everything's affected your club. Obviously, there's so many clubs at the moment who are having some real issues, cricket clubs, netball clubs, footy clubs. What's happening with your great golf club there? Well, you mentioned the, the fires. We were the staging centre for the control centre for the fires over the, the summer and then the, the virus came through and we basically shut down for, for four months, five months. 
and where we generally make our money for the year is there's three or four other Sanscrete courses that close their clubs down and all come to our place. So we might have 80 players, 30 bucks a head entry and, you know, 80 bucks worth of booze and food. But this year there's been none of it. So, yeah, it's been a bit tough. Yeah, it's been shattering for all local sporting clubs around Australia. So what are you going to do if your horse gets up tomorrow? Oh, Richard, we've got a half a dozen of us. I've taken the day off. Oh, how we've good got, is that? Good. Jeez. <laughs> we've got half a dozen of us are going to rock up, rock up to the pub and have lunch about lunchtime. And uh, by five o'clock, the race will be on. And if the horse comes home, it looks like it might be a new mower, we think. For the course because it's all volunteer work on the course. So. Yeah, beautiful. Hey, chat, chatting about the course, when Paddy passed on your details, I actually, I think you're on the email chain and he, he said that you were drawing squiggly lines because you, they use a, uh, they've got sand greens there, Richard yeah. uh, Brownie, not the uh, traditional greens. That they, You were drawing squiggly lines in the sand to make putting difficult, but that isn't the case. It's something just a, a touch more sinister creating those lines. It was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, I don't know whether you've You've seen the photo, but um, on one of our sands, there was a huge snake trail straight oh, no. across, and it was it was a big snake. It was. So, I've seen a picture of this snake. Like we're talking, you remember the movie Anaconda? It's, yeah, it's like that big. <laughs> wow. Now you've got number two, Dante Piero, which is uh, at twenty six dollars at the moment. $7.50 the place. It's in the Hotham for a reason. It's had 35 starts. It is yet to win a race after those 35 starts. But you don't need to worry about that sort of stuff because every other horse in the race has never won and they've ran and lost a lot, Matthew. Has any of the horses in the race finished a place? Uh, it's finished fourth, uh, uh, yeah. second and third, okay. fourth, t- fourth time. So, uh, look, it's not the worst chance. And, uh, look, anything can win this game and hopefully it does for you. It's um, yeah, it's coming back from a looks like two thousand meters. Its last couple of runs, and it's after thirty six weeks. So we're to coin the phrase, we're hopeful. <laughs> oh, just be fantastic! Now, just give us because down here in Melbourne, we're not allowed at the pub. Are you guys just going to? Are you all sitting? Are you just going to at a pub at a, ha- a house? What's the plan for the afternoon? It'll be a pub. We've had a pub that's been shut up here for or since Christmas time oh. with changes of ownerships and all that sort of thing. There's two pubs in town, but um, this one's now spent a fair bit of money inside, so we'll go and support him for the afternoon. So Phil did just say yeah, that Phil he did. was going to go to the pub, so maybe yeah. just listen to the guests next time when we get so, them on. Oh, but Phil, oh, sorry for you go down to the pub, <laughs> what is your first meal and what are you going to have on tap? Uh, it's Furthy's on tap. Oh, wow. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, a, that, the pub Richo will be very pleased I'm there. He's very a good happy Nathan Lyon man. And what yep. can are you going to uh, choose for your lunch? Uh, it looks like it might be a steak, I think. Nice. Yeah, good work, they do Phil. a good steak? Well, we hope that the horse goes well tomorrow. Uh, we're really looking forward to it. There'll be Great. half a dozen of us there, and it, it could end up a big afternoon. <laughs> oh, geez. I'd be, just love to be at, not Talangatta, Talangatta. No. No. no, oh, no. <laughs> Give up, hum. Give up. Hum. All right, thanks, Phil. Good luck tomorrow, mate. It's like, like you, would, you wouldn't say fella Tio, would you? No. Oh, that's a very good point. Thanks, no, Phil. The English language isn't my strongest point. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> right, uh, thanks a lot, boys. I would give my left nut oh, to be mate. sitting at that pub tomorrow with those boys. Mm. Can you imagine it? Be so good. Oh. Hopefully you listen to him next time. Well, I didn't know. I knew you asked him who was going to the pub. I didn't know if 
I said, shut up. I'm gonna, I will bop you. and I, You know that will not end well for you. I've got sheets everywhere here. Hey, we're going to wrap up. Before we do, we've got homotheticals somewhere. Yes. <laughs> Laguna Key, I can't tell you, my, the Dale and I, she'll test this, so often we'll, hey. just, we'll just get up and start looking up Laguna. We'll, we, we went through one so night, we there's sat. A, there's a golf course there, hum. Is it? Yeah, it's completely overgrown. You'd have to go up there and mow it. It's but eight you... foot tall, the grass up there. <laughs> it's <laughs> just magnificent. We went on Google Maps to go through it. We went all found all the articles. It's very, very funny. All right, hypotheticals time. Now, this one might be a little bit hard to understand, but I'll, I'll try and do it. Now, I was thinking this. I was walking my, my dog, Arthur, yesterday, and he, he, he pisses like a, a girl dog, which makes me th- – I get worried that someone's going to think he's, he's doing a poo. Right. And I've got to clean up. So this is my question. If dog poo was to be the exact form as, as piss, you know how dog – so say like their poo is the, in the same sort of consistency as piss. Well, just edit this one out. Would society have worked out a way to pick up the both – like pick up dog poo in the, in the piss form or would we just leave dog shit all on the ground? I think we just need to move on to the next one. <laughs> oh, look, hum. No, but do you understand what I'm saying? I do. I'm not sure where to go with that <laughs> Who sent that one in? No, I just made it up. I was just yeah. thinking that last night. I knew it was going to be a bit touch and go, that one. But Next. All right. If you could go to bed right now yeah. and you wake up and it's 2021 and there's no COVID, right? Yeah. COVID's gone. But, this is better. But everything, everything that's happened this year is wiped. So it's like the year never happened. So essentially, could you go to bed, wake up, and it's like this year never happened? No, nah, we've pushed far enough now. You just battle it out now because I reckon we're getting, we're nearly getting there. But is it, would you miss that much from this year that you've achieved? I well, Brandy, I had a baby Brandy this year, so I oh, probably true. want to still yeah. have my baby. You'd hope so. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. And you got all those grants as well. Well, I've had a couple of wins <laughs> on, the, uh, on the races this year too, um, so it's been a good, been okay. All right. If you could wear one dress of like clothing, right, one outfit of clothing, yeah. for that, but you have to wear that every single moment for the rest of your life, but there is a caveat, your work is fine with whatever you're wearing and stuff like right. that. So there's no, like, dress codes or anything. What would you pick? Would you go, like, a full comfort route? Would you go a full looking nice route? Would you go half and half? I would just go... So you have to sleep in it? No, you can sleep... But you wear it every day, the same yeah. thing every day. So you're essentially like a, your bitmoji. Mate, I would just go a pair of just jeans, jeans. and a white T-shirt. Yeah, That's what I said, but yeah. if you have to go for a long walk or anything, I chafe quite but a bit. if you want to go out... For dinner, you want to have at least yeah. have some jeans on. So you can't go the tracky dacks. So I think you don't want yeah, to go too formal. Some stretchy jeans. You don't want to go I'll go the jeans and a black T-shirt. Black T-shirt? You look yeah, like probably you. better because the whites, the pits can... Yeah, yeah go a bit yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I would have change it over like a black T-shirt. All right, do you think if you dedicated the rest of your life to this, like this is your job, so yeah. not to the point where you, it's, you're doing this for 15 hours a day, but this is your job, your, your hobby... That you could drive every single road in Australia before you die. Would I want to do it? No, could you do it? So say you've gone, I am decided that I'm going to drive every road of Australia. Could you do it before you die? Gee, that's, that's a good one. No. I don't think you could, no. Well, what's it take to get to Perth flat out? You went, what's it, two yep. days no, without stopping? Four days. But without, if you just went flat out to Perth without stopping? Oh, say, yeah. If two you, days? If you were on the old... Yeah. The old st- stimulants. Uh, I don't think you could do it, no. Okay. Well, I've done some maths. 
There are 873,000 kilometres of roads in Victoria, in Australia. You say you've got 40 years, 40 yeah. years left. Yeah. That's 14,600 days yeah. alive. So you could do that and only do 60 kilometres a day. So you could do so it. So you could do it and you could do it easily. Wow. And live a pretty normal life. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that. No. Yeah. That's good. How did you find out how many kilometres were the roads there? I Googled it. I just Googled it and that was on there. It was on the way. You can Google some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, Not your best day, huh? To be honest. <laughs> That's it. I'll do it this way. Wasn't your best. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. I'm going to bring someone else in for hypotheticals next week. <laughs> good luck on the punt and gamble responsibly. <laughs>